last week on Axes, Armor, and Amulets, Pansy channels the training of her father and murders a man who was onto her. The town watch is now conducting an investigation, with Emma and Rhea caught in the middle. How will the party get out of this mess? Find out now on episode 21, Clerics and Clues. So, so, I've got a little bit of a bone to pick. (laughs) So, you know, coming into Tribor, there are a lot of things that can happen in Tribor, according to this adventure path. A lot of things. Last week, murdering someone was not one of the things covered by this adventure path book. Why not? Don't they know what players do? You would think. (laughs) You would think. But they didn't. And so, this entire game of Clue that I have to now play with myself. Because, like, you guys know who murdered Dareth Rog. It it was you! You did it! (laughs) You murdered him! I just wanted wanted to see you play with yourself, Daddy. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry you had to hear that mom thanks for listening to the podcast though uh, uh, don't mind my coworkers. they're yeah, just don't, a little crass don't, don't mind my colleagues and business partners uh, anyway can't control her we try it just doesn't work have have i introduced daisy head of hr yeah that's her (laughs) (laughs) so that's me (laughs) are you head of hr well we'll talk about that once the podcast is making enough money and i actually can hire you guys but uh like there was i was prepared for a lot of things like daisy trying to infiltrate the um Zentarum or the Black Network, like I, I was prepared for that. Calty doing a little song and dance and and trying to get info out of the barkeep, prepared for. Silvarin was just fun. I didn't have to prepare for him. It just kind of happened, and here it was. There was a lot the of random, things. The random bar fight that I almost got into. <laughs> <laughs> Not well. I also prepared for a bar fight. I did prepare for that too, ah. just because, you know, things happen. So, like, a lot of things. A lot of things. And the, the murder mystery was not something I had prepared. And so I have spent the last week having to build this murder mystery for one that I have to you go You already through. know the answer to. Yeah, that I already know the answer to. But I've none of these characters had character sheets with investigation and, and you know, <laughs> insights and all of that stuff. So I had to make all of these characters that are going to be interacting with a split party, mind you. And, um, yeah. So, so thanks for, uh, thanks for all the work you guys are making me put into this podcast. You're welcome. (laughs) Happy, happy to have you. (laughs) Thank you. you. So, so glad. So glad. So, but yeah, let's, let's do a check in with, uh, with, players and also characters because uh you know we did we did a little bit of a check-in after pansy 
shot that arrow and, uh, you know, just kind of seeing how the characters were doing. But how are, how are you guys as players and the characters meshing? Like, are you starting to feel blended together? Are you feeling at odds with your character? Uh, and let's start with Kyle, little, little lovable and adorable Cal T. Uh, <laughs> I am absolutely in love with Cal T. Um, he hasn't taken like number one of all time favorite character and that spot will forever be reserved, but he is very high up there. I wasn't sure playing a bard is new to me. Playing a goblin is new to me. I'm usually more frontline tanky. So, but I'm really enjoying playing more support. Okay. And how so far, I mean, granted we're only, you know, we're 21 episodes in, but how are you? starting to feel about Calti's story? Are you starting to think of more uh, story direction, where you want to take him, where you want him to go, or even about cutscenes and things to add to his, to his background and backstory? I have this desire of a path for him to follow. Unfortunately, who can say where he's going to go? But yeah. I've, I have this idea. I, get, I got this idea from the real world, and then it kind of like, merged into Calty's story. So I have this idea where, I, yeah, I have an idea where I want him to go. Um, I think it'd be really cute and cool if it gets to where it's going to go. Okay. Okay. And uh, next let's, let's talk with uh, Maria and Rhea. Like how Maria, how are you feeling uh, with, with Rhea, you know, playing as Rhea and you are, you are no stranger to clerics. You have, uh, you know, made it a, uh, clear to us that you very much enjoy clerics of all type. Uh, how are you feeling with your, your war cleric and with Rhea specifically? Well, I have never played a war cleric before. I really enjoy it. It's giving me that chance for that second attack that clerics typically don't get, which is, in my opinion, stupid, but it is what it is. I really, yeah, I really like Rhea, and hopefully in tonight's episode, I get to play a little more of her backstory. And what about her, you know, her backstory and the direction that you have for her? Like, are you are you starting to see a path for her? And I don't want to know details. You know, we can talk offline, and that way we can surprise our audience as well as the other players. But are you are you starting to see a direction? that you want to take Rhea or that Rhea is going to go. Yes. Uh, let's talk about uh, everyone's favorite wrench thrower, uh, Shake. Even though after last week's episode, <laughs> your your wife is giving you a run for the money there, buddy. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> what, let's, let's talk about... She's learning from the best. <laughs> learning from the best. <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk about Og. Like, uh, same question. How are you feeling about Og playing him and where he's at right now. Well, um, I'm doing pretty decent with him. Like, uh, I'm having fun. I mean, even though he's just a basic fighter, but you know, um, I usually pick the unconventional stuff. So like, this is pretty uh, like, sort of out of my element, even if it is kind of basic. Mm -hmm. Um, and his story is, kind of not really at a standstill like he has the name of the guy that um sold him out and he has to find him first 
but he's sort of like with the party right now. And with him being a bugbear and the way that people don't really, you know, the townspeople don't really like bugbears in general just because of their nature. He knows that if he's in the wrong place at the wrong time, he's going to get nabbed for something that's not his fault. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. he's going to be doing stuff from the shadows and making himself scarce on purpose just because he knows that uh, if somebody sees him with a hammer in his hand and there's a broken window, he's in trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so. And and what about Og's future plans? I mean, I know I know Og has a plan, this this guy, this, the, this one that is almost working in the shadows mm-hmm. against Og apparently, at least according to Hark, and now this information that you've learned from, from Pansy and the um, and their connection to the Zentarum, it sounds like Og has a purpose and a, and a direction, but are, are you on board with the direction of where Og wants to go? Yeah, I think so, because, like, he, he wants to find this guy and, like, give him a shakedown and find out, you know, like, he has to work his way up the ladder, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. To, to find, like, the guy that's in charge of this other guy that, you know, sold him out. So, like... Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And, uh, Daisy. Pansy. Pansy. Her her direction has changed quite a bit. And last episode, we saw a bit of her training and guidance from her father come out and really quite, cause quite a stir here in Tribor. How are, how are you feeling with playing pansy especially as your first ranger yeah you know, you're normally a a yeah. a spellcaster and then you've dabbled in barbarian a little bit but but uh mm-hmm. this is your first ranger so how are you feeling with pansy and with the ranger class uh i'm enjoying the ranger class um most of my spellcasters have been tanky and upfront so being a ranger and being ranged uh is (laughs) is new for me but you know Uh obviously i can uh hit with an arrow (laughs) so uh you know i'm i'm enjoying it and pansy had you know uh her training from her father was to do good but what his idea of good and what society's idea of good are two very different things and that is coming to light now. Mm-hmm. And what about the direction Pansy is headed? Are you on board with the direction where Pansy wants to go? Is that in line with the plan you had for her from the get-go or you know, do you want to see her go in a different direction even though the story is pushing her in another one? She wants to help people, but she's also, like, kind of got that streak of reactiveness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, just going to have to see where, where it takes her and, you know, what her friends can teach her. Okay. All right. And uh, Catherine and Emma. How Emma, as has been talked about before, is kind of the... Um, almost like the offspring of your other cleric from our our campaign that we just play for fun with our audience on our Discord, uh, of Irma Garand. And, uh, or Gar- Garand. I don't Garand. remember. Garand. I, I think 
Ermgarod. Ermgarod. Still hands. Ermgard. But how are you enjoying this very non-conventional cleric barbarian build? How are? I mean, it seems a lot of fun. You seem like you're having a great time, but uh, you know, give us a little insight. It, it it is a little fun, a lot of fun, and um, I didn't think Emma would be going so barbarian at this point, um, but it seems to be working out, kind of like with the storyline, kind of mm-hmm. how she's going. Yeah. Um. And, I mean, Emma is totally another voice in my head, um, along with my other characters from my novels. All of your and characters. <laughs> all of my characters, yes. Um, some have stronger voices than other others. And Emma is at a point where when the podcast is over, channel I will be like, oh, I should have done this. Or, <laughs> or like, damn it, we can't go back and change that. Which is so different from writing a novel because... I can potentially go back and revise something if a scene doesn't seem to be working out the way I wanted it to or expected it to. And then sometimes uh, the character's like, no, that's how it's going to go. Yep, so. yep. Yeah, with Emma, Emma's direction, and she kind of seems to be getting pulled in, in several different directions at the same time. But uh, yeah. the direction that she seems to be going, is it is it kind of in line where you were hoping to take her, or is this off off kilter from where you thought she was going to go. Um, I kind of left it kind of a bit open, um, as far as her direction goes. So really I'm, I'm trying to see how she's going to find her balance. I I know like there are things that I would like to see her like come across and have to deal with. Um, but I'm, I mean, now that she's like a full-on, her own voice, her own personality, I'm I'm letting her steer the ship. All right. Well, I think I've stalled enough for this episode. So we're going to go and do a little recap on what took place, of course. Uh, half of the party is now being confined to the tavern as a murder took place. That we all know, at least on this podcast, who did it, but none of my NPCs know who did it. Cal T, Pansy, and Og walk out of the tavern as Emma and Rhea head up the stairs. And as they head up those stairs into the tavern, Rhea gives one more look to Cal T, Og, and Pansy. And in a flash, Rhea is transported back to a time not too long ago, actually. And our camera darkens. And it is now brought into what can only be described as a plains savanna setting. The hot sun is beating down on what looks like this tribe, this pride. And we hear a commotion as the camera moves closer and closer to this conglomeration of temporary shelters that look like tents. 
we see a young lioness in rather ornate but simple clothes being ushered out of a very large, what would appear to be a gathering hall tight tent by two ceremoniously dressed Leonin warriors. They usher her quickly out of this ceremonial tent as screams and roars can be heard, along with the clashing of swords and swords against armor. These two soldiers take the young princess, if you will, into another tent where there is a a female Leonin stuffing as much stuff into a bag as she can. And she turns quickly as the flap of this tent is open with a dagger in her hand. She looks softly at the young princess and then at the two bodyguards who simply nod and turn back around as she cuts away out the back of this tent, grabs the young princess by the hand and escapes through this now second door out of the tent. And this young princess looks back at those bodyguards as they make eyes at her as she leaves her pride behind. In a flash, we're back in the tavern as Rhea takes her eyes off her friends and heads up to their room with Emma. Emma and Rhea. Who enters the room first? Rhea. Rhea, I need you to roll a perception check as soon as you open the door. Five. What is your AC? 18. Okay. You take seven points of damage, and I need you to roll a con save. What the heck? What? Seven points of damage and a con save. 17. Okay. You save. I need you and Emma to now roll initiative. Okay, well, there goes my idea for... Yep. Four. Four. Uh, all right. <laughs> I mean, we're cleric. Come on, what do you expect from us? Ha, huh, twelve! <laughs> okay, Emma, you being behind Rhea. Rhea opens the door and walks in, and you hear a slashing sound. I'm sure uh, Rhea lets out some um, amount of noise at this surprise attack. It is now your I let turn. Out, oh, uh, when I got attacked, I let out a snarl. Okay. Uh, Emma, you don't see anything because you are not in the room yet. Okay, well, I'm going to be quickly, like, in the room, shield up, flail in hand. Okay. You move into the room, past Rhea, and next to the door, wielding two daggers, is armored person that everyone was saying was the bodyguard of or of Erlon. You see Valkeen standing there and he looks at you and all he says is who is your friend that's pretending to be my boss? I have no clue. Do you do anything else? Because it's still your turn. Well, you know what she's going to do? She's going to bonus action shield of faith herself um could she try to like bash him with her shield to knock him out um do you have the shield master ability or a feat 
Uh... Shield master shove. Yeah. Good. I don't think so. Because uh, I don't. I would. I would let you try if you had the shield master feet, but seeing as you you don't, and I mean you can still right. try. To, I mean you can still try to knock him unconscious, but you have to do non-lethal damage, and that will be here a minute. <laughs> You're not going to do it in a single attack. Oh, while she's doing that, what are we doing outside of the, uh, like, are we, like, were, were we just leaving? Yeah, you guys or were being we... ushered, like, pushed out and ushered out. Oh. And, uh, you know, basically being told to disperse, go home, or go somewhere else to drink. Okay. Right. So we, we, oh, sorry, she ready to go. Yeah, no, I think, I think I was gonna punch him, like, drop her flail and punch him. Alright, roll your attack. 19. 19 hits. Roll your unarmed damage. Uh, it's straight on four points. Oh, that's right. That's right. Bastard. Uh, as you punch him, uh, Valkine, uh, just smiles and says, the hard way it is then. And he takes two attacks at Rhea. Uh, ooh, I think he, I think... He missed 17. That misses. Ooh. Well, that was his poison dagger, too, so. Uh, bonus. Oop, that's a 19 on his bonus attack. With yep. Second dagger. All right. For four points of damage, he then is going to move, so both of you get attack of opportunity against him, towards the window of your room. All right. Emma's definitely trying to grapple. That's a thing I can do. Oh, I'm taking my warhammer. Uh, yeah, since since you attacked him with an open hand, I will allow you to try and make a grapple. Okay. And then, Raya, go ahead and hit with your warhammer. 26. That'll be a hit. Uh, and for a grapple, is that just my strength mod? Uh, I... You know, we do this every single time we go to <laughs> grappling in 5th edition. Um... I want to say it's an attack roll. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Grapple, grapple, grapple. Every time I have to pull it up because I don't ever remember. Let's see. You make a grapple attack instead of an attack roll. You use a athletics check contested by the target's strength or or by their athletics or their acrobatics. Well, okay. There we go. Not 20, Ooh. for 23. Woohoo! Good thing this is a skill check! Boo! <laughs> Understandable rule, but still. Yep. <laughs> which, okay, which one is it? There it is. Uh, let's see. Acrobatics. Of course, he's using acrobatics. Not surprised. Yeah, well, you know, rogue assassin. Uh, okay. Oh, shoot. Uh, okay. I also rolled a 23, total. Uh, roll again? Well, Are that's, that, okay, okay, well, here's, but here's, here's the question. <laughs> no, okay, so, so the rule is, if it meets it, it beats it, right? Beats it. Right. Both but. of us rolled, so, mm. it, 
So like Emma hugs him and then he hugs her above her arms and then she hugs him <laughs> above his arms. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> just okay. a hug fight. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, because Ty goes to the uh, we, packer we, when we, we go have it, it Yeah, it. we always have it that the Ty for the DC, if if it meets it, it beats it. It beats. But both of us roll. So who was trying to meet what? Uh oh. Gosh. Emma was the one making the attack. Yes. yes. And he was trying and, to. Okay. I I will say because you rolled a nat twenty, you have him grappled. Good. Is Valkyrie an elf? He's a half elf. Half elf. Okay. All right, well, it's Rhea's turn. Rhea's going to tell Emma to t- move him away from the window. Pick up. <laughs> Walk toward the door. <laughs> bring him down to the guards downstairs. So are, are you attacking him, or are you just telling Emma to move him for your turn? Oh, I will attack him. Okay. Don't roll a one. No. Funny. Dirty. I'm actually. Uh, dirty Sorry. 20. You hit. Six points of damage, of bludgeoning damage. As a bonus action, I'm going to do a war priest and attack again. Really, Rhea? <laughs> really isn't very nice either. I opened the door and he attacked me with a dagger. And, and he's been hit at like three times now. 18. Hits. Uh, another six points of damage. Okay. Emma, it's now your turn. She's keeping him grappled and she's taking him, like Ray said, away from the window. Well, away from the window. And to the door because she knows people are going to be coming up soon. Okay. What is your speed? Okay, so you can move him 15 feet. So you are able to move him into the hallway. She's going to yell down, Hey, I got something. Right, hey, I got something as they're shuffling people out. Let's, ooh, those are some good rolls for you guys. Okay. You doing anything else for your turn? Nope. (laughs) Keeping him held. Okay. Make an athletics check. Nine. He slips out of your hands. God damn it, get back here. <laughs> He's going to run past you, disengage, and run for, the, well, actually, at this move, because his move speed is, oh, it's just 32, so 60 feet. So he is disengaging, running past you, and jumping out the window. So, and I, because he disengaged, I can't try to grapple him again, correct? That is correct. And I God damn it, I don't have anything. No, you can't. Okay. Og, Pansy, and Kalti, make me a perception check. Finally. Let's get in on this, guys. Um, oh, I'm not very perceptive. I say that every time. 24. 19 for Og. Yep, pulling it up right now. Come on. Plus six. 23 for Kalti. Ooh. Like that, Ryan. We're all on point tonight. 
Pansy and Kalti. As you guys are walking away from the tavern, you both see a familiar-looking figure jump out of the window to the room that you and your friends were staying in. And you guys look over, and or and as you guys are looking at him, he hits the ground, he takes this much point of damage, and he looks at you guys, and you swear that you almost see him smile as he starts running. Quick, guys, should we get him? Should we get him? Should we go after him? Um, does anybody else see him leap out of a window? Like the guards or all the people that are outside of the tavern? All the drunk people? <laughs> or the guards? You know, the guards that are swarming mostly inside and have their backs uh, ushering yeah. you guys all away? Yeah, I rolled perception checks for him. Don't you worry. None of them beat a 20, but... <laughs> guys, should we, should we get him? Should we, should we get him? We gotta make it. Uh, go, guys. Well, I mean, I didn't see him, so you guys are gonna be like, yo. Uh, we pointed him out. Yeah, we'll follow, pursue him. So, so run after him. You three run after him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Calty's gonna throw a look behind his shoulder at the the window and uh, say a silent prayer that his friends are okay. On that little wish stone he gave to Rhea. Speaking of Rhea, Rhea, technically an initiative, it's your turn. Rhea is going to get up or get out of the, leave the room and start heading downstairs. To find the person who is gonna interrogate her. So you start. Are you running? Just walking? What do you What do you do? I'm walking. I don't want to be super. Um, what's the word? Suspicious. Too much attention. Yes. Suspicious. Don't be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Okay. You. You start walking down the hallway and down the stairs, and you know you hear one of the guards, "Hey, head back up to your! Oh my God, are are you're injured?" And like, "Hey, yeah, I just got attacked in my room. I opened my door and I was stabbed. The person left through the window. Can someone please interrogate? Do this interrogation so." I can go after the guy who tried to kill me. Um, did Rhea just Karen? Yeah, she kind of did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 one, of, one of the guards, you know, kind of motions to one of the other ones, and it looks like, yeah, I mean, guards, they're not clerics. So it looks like they, you know, out of their bag, grab, like, bandages and, like, their medicine kit, or whatever you want to call it. I can heal myself. I'm a fucking cleric. Is that what you say? <laughs> yes, I do. Ray is pissed. Get it, Ray. <laughs> Emma is like sitting on the stairs. Her shield is off. She's just watching this. All right. Dora- uh, she looks kind of defeated. Dorathra, you know, motions to one of the guards, and they both come up. You know, usher you guys back into the room. 
and Narothra and this one guard come in. And we'll get back to you guys in a second. Because we have a chase sequence. Alright. Here's how our little chase sequence is going to work. Pansy, Og, and Kalti. All of you need to roll for initiative. However, we are only going to take the highest initiative. Please don't be Kalti with his tiny legs. Please don't be Kalti with his tiny legs. So all of you roll. Seven. <laughs> Seven. Oh my gosh. Seven. Ooh, Ooh. 23. Ooh. Because I have the alert feed, I have plus nine to my initiative. So uh, I can miss yeah. first. <laughs> okay. I can't believe we both got seven. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm doing there. Big arms. Yeah. Okay, so here's how it's going to work. Is you guys as the party will get... Each of you will get to roll a single roll. And this is not going to be... I mean, you can attack. That is one of the options that you have. The other options are, of course, to try and do an acrobatics check to try and get closer to just, uh, you know, do like a, an insight to see if maybe you can find a way to, like, cut him off and gain, you know, get closer to him. And once you get within a certain distance, you can actually try to grab or restrain this person, right? They are also going to get to do defensive actions or skill tech checks to try and lose you. You also will have kind of an environmental factor, like, you know, kind of think of it as like jumping into someone's backyard and if the environment you know, role is bad for you guys, it'll be like him jumping in spooks a dog. And so as you guys follow him into that yard, you now have to deal with this dog that if it makes a uh, an attack against you guys, it slows you down for a round. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there will be certain things, and you have to you have to be successful on a certain amount of rounds to catch him. And if he's successful on a certain amount of rounds, he gets away. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you guys ready? How far ahead of us is he? Far enough. So, you guys as a party. What do you guys want to, like, um, uh, what do each of you want to do? Do you want to try and, as I said, uh, roll an insight to see if you can see where he's going to try and cut him off? Uh, do you want to make, yeah. you know, do you guys want to make an attack roll to see if you can injure him or slow him down? Or do you just want to dash after him? Uh, I, I would like to do insight. Okay. And um, try. I want to try and get ahead of him because I can do that. Well, you're not gonna you're not gonna get ahead of him this round, but you want to see where he's going and try to cut him off or or maybe close the distance or teleport. Oh, you're gonna teleport after him and leave Kalti and Og behind? Maybe. <laughs> 
I got to see if I got a good shot. I got an 11 for insight. Well, if if you're going to try and teleport closer, I need that that will open up a different set of actions that can be done. Well, I'm looking for a I'm looking for a spot, a shortcut. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can teleport 30 feet. Yeah. Is it 30 feet or is it 60 feet? How far is it? It's it's 30. Okay. It's a um, misty step. Okay. You can misty step and there's, there's quite a few places that you can go. You also have been to where they're based out of. So you have a general idea of where he's going to head. But if you're mm-hmm. going to cut him off by teleporting, mm-hmm. you're going to then separate yourself from Og and Kalti. I was thinking of like, you know, when somebody's running away and they like look back, I want a misty step in front of him. So he like runs right into me. Oh, he's further than 30 feet. Okay. So if I can't do that, then I'm not going to get, I'm not going to, cause I was trying to stop him by getting in front of him. Oh no. He, he's 30 or further than 30 feet. Okay. Well, see, that's why I was asking how far. <laughs> <laughs> um, think Og would try to just chase after him. I don't really want to shoot him in the street. Yeah, just leave arrows laying everywhere. You know? <laughs> yeah. Is there like a trash can lit that I can like wing at him like Captain America? <laughs> if, if, you, if you want to attack him, it doesn't have to be bow and arrow. It could be throw a trash can lid, whatever. Like, that is an option. You can attack him, you can do an insight check, or you can do an acrobatics roll. Like, that's, those are basically your three options. Gotcha. I really but think an insight roll is our best bet. For right now. Yeah, are, are we doing it collectively as a party, or... Collectively as, collectively as a party. Yeah, uh, we should look and see. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, Who has the highest good. insight? I have... a. Uh, Plus five. Uh, I have plus three, so she's higher than me. Don't look at me. Oh, God. Pansy. Yeah, no. Roll yeah. 23. Uh, because you know where, at least you think you know where he's going to try and go, you know mm. that there is a back route that'll get you closer to him. I'll say So you start this running that way with the group? Yep. Okay. Next up is... Found King. Let's see if he can beat this DC skill with his. Okay. Next up is where's my D12? The environment. All right. <clears throat> so as you guys are running, you're taking this back route. You know that it's going to lead, you know, um, to where you think he's headed. So you, you know, cut through this alleyway between one of the other businesses and what looks like to be a farmhouse. And as you come out onto the road, there is a crowd of the drunk people that are leaving the talking troll. Roll a perception. All three of you. Okay. That'll be a 13. 10. Uh, 9 for Og. Can I just like arrow through all of them? (laughs) Well, you can. I'm, I'm joking. I mean, they're drunk. They'll probably all just fall over anyway. Um, all right. 
where do you guys so unfortunately with just this crowd of people you're not quite sure you see where Valkine is however pansy you know you believe you know where he's headed in this situation, do you want to try and make a athletics to get through everybody or a acrobatics? Or do you guys want to make it, another perception to try and see him? I think it would be incriminating to follow him to the house where I went before. Yeah, I okay. agree. I wouldn't want to pursue anymore. Probably disappear into the mass of drunk people with my group. Kelty, what do you think, Og? I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's as best you it's, can. <laughs> it's it's one of those like uh, uh, I want to use the chaos as a distraction. Yeah, like yeah. like the the whole the whole bus situation. Like the guy mm -hmm. standing there, and the bus drives by, and then he's gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're gonna go into the crowd of drunk people and disappear and be gone. Okay, where are you guys going to head? Where the drunk people are going to the next bar. Okay. Head to the next bar. All right. Pursuit is over. So you guys are going to follow the gaggle of drunk people to the other bar. Yep. Okay. Back to the talking troll. Darothra and one other guard are now in the room with Emma and, and uh, Rhea. And Emma has... Like her sh her weapons are all on one bed, and she is sitting on the other bed. Like she okay. purposely put took her weapons off, stuck them on the bed, and then sat down. And she's now sitting on her hands. Rhea, what are you doing besides healing yourself? After Rhea healed herself, she's probably gonna take out her tea set and make tea. All right. To calm down. The guard is searching the place. You can see him kind of like, you know, checking things out, looking at your weapons, just to make sure you know nothing's fishy going on with. Checking things out, and Dorothra um, pulls Can I up. Roll my cure wounds. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, Dorothra pulls up a chair and sits in front of both of you, and she looks at you, Emma, and she says, "Ah, you um, you are kind of having a crappy day today, aren't you?" Could say that. It's been a really weird day. Really weird. Do you maybe want to walk me through it? I mean, you were acting a little suspicious uh, when I saw you last. And uh, now there's a dead person right outside your window, actually. Yeah. And she points to your, you know, to Rhea and says, and your friend says she was attacked, and not that I don't believe her, but rather coincidental right after someone's murdered and I see you in this tavern and now she's injured and no one's in here except you two. Help it make sense to me. I don't know if I can. Doesn't make sense to me either. Uh, the other guard, as he's kind of looking around, you kind of hear him like, and Dorothra just says, well, that's not really helping the situation, is it? No. And at this point, like, one hand has come out from under her butt, um, and she's like, pinching the bridge of her, her nose um just kind of like like she's, just, like she's got a headache coming on or something mm. and and i apologize i did not get either of your names can you can you tell me your names please emma sunshine emma raya braveheart and raya i am dorothra i am the lord protector 
of Tribor. And Lord Protector? Uh, Lord Protector, that is correct. Now, I am going to tell you what I think is going on here. And I'm hoping maybe you can tell me otherwise or maybe guide me in the right direction. Because right now, what it looks like is that you or someone you know has killed an innocent man. And if the best you can give me is that it doesn't make sense to you either, it's not going to cause our night to end real great. Well, at least yours. My night will be the same as always. I will just have two more prisoners in, in my jail. So I will ask again, please help it make sense to me. May I offer you a cup of tea first? Uh, no, thank you. Uh, I don't like to drink things that are given to me by people I'm investigating. Um, Even from that seems person. fair. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, what did you say, Rhea? Even from a princess? You're being, <laughs> so done with you're, this night. you're being investigated for a murder. I don't care if you are a duke, a king, an emperor, a princess, or a peasant. If you killed this man, you're going to go to jail. Well, did I kill this man? No, I did not. And you know nothing of his murder. Rhea is going to look to her cup and then look to Emma. Emma's pretty much looking at the ceiling right now. She is so done I, with these surprises. So done. I do know of his murder. Now we're getting somewhere. Would you like to fill me in, Emma Sunshine and Rhea, Princess Rhea Braveheart? Ooh, that was uh, snarky. I myself do not know if the man is purely innocent or not, but one of my companions shot him from the window with a bow and arrow, because before we came to Tribor, we were in Nightstone, and we were attacked by the Zentara. Dorothra stands up, and all she says is, one of your companions murdered him. Their name? Tough decisions. Did snitches get stitches is what I hear. Emma's back to sitting on her hands again. Roll me a perception check, Emma. Can I? She's an observant fella. How do you spell snitch? Does it have T? Yeah. yeah roll- <laughs> Go ahead, Rhea. Can I, can I roll an insight? Uh, on what? For what? Yeah. What would happen if I say the name? Um, uh, that was that was persuasion, not per- perception. Yeah, uh, perception. Uh, I'm not gonna let. I mean, you know that they're investigating a murder, and they are saying that Pansy, and like, if you tell them that Pansy <laughs> murdered this person, they're probably gonna go look for Pansy. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen to you and Emma, though. I cannot tell you her name. So one of your companions, a female. Thank you for at least that information. <laughs> is remind me to you are not ride or die. <laughs> you are, if I have to hide a body, I am just grow a penis. You're fine. Um. Oh man. So, so one of your companions, a female. Thank you for that information, by the way. Murdered him. For do you know why by chance? Was it just because? because? The, no, that person was the member of 
the Zentarum, part of the group that attacked us. They are a dangerous group. A, a, um, the guard that was been looking around the room comes over and whispers something to Dorothra and then points over to the desk. And Dorothra stands up and walks over there. And she picks up a ring. And she looks at you holding the ring. And she says, you mean this organization? And you see the symbol of the Zentarum on the ring that we just found on the desk of the room that you are renting from the owner of the talking troll? Talking bastard. I would have you know, and she kind of like straightens up a little bit. She goes, the man you murdered was one of my men, actually. Rhea adjusts her posture. So one of your men is part of this. Yeah, where's the note? Girl, you've been infiltrated. Is she, though? Or was the guy going to go tell her that he saw Lars? He was keeping an eye on us. He... Oh, you might be right. Dang it. You, uh... You might be right on that one. I think it's the Secret Seven or the Snake Seven? It's the Snake Seven. That was the original group from Tribe... Or from, uh, Nightstone. From Nightstone. So your... So your man is part of the Snake Seven, then? No. My men are part of the city watch here. None of my men owe any loyalty to any mercenary group. But it looks like you are. And it looks like you have been caught, or at least your companion has been. And if you are not going to give us any more information, then I believe you two will come with us for the night. And maybe spending a, a night in prison will have you your uh, lips a little loosened. And if not, well, maybe we can draw in your companions. If I tell you the person's name, what will you do? Well, I'll send my men to go find them. But you will not be allowed to leave yet until we find them. I would hate for you to go and warn your companions. Or your boss. I will make one thing clear. I am not a member of the Zentarum. I am a member of the Order of the Gauntlet. I have been sent here to investigate some dealings with giants or something like that. I know I, I have watched innocent men die at the hands of the Zentarum, even though they say they are righteous. I wish to get to the bottom of this. I clearly did not know that one of your men was a member. I did not know the person who was murdered was one of your men. So maybe your, your men who are members of the City Watch, might also be double agents for the Zentarum. I don't know. You sure know a lot about this whole double agent and secret organizations for someone who's a member of the Order of the Gauntlet, she says in air quotes. And then, when one of my men is murdered, and you've told me that one of your companions did it, you talk to me about double agents. Both of you are under an arrest. Drop your weapons and your shield. No, I did that. As soon you as she came into the room. Me, but you let her go. You are not in a place to make demands, your highness. Get her. Go. She puts her hand on her greatsword and says, Drop your weapons, or we'll do this the hard way. Most weapons are already on the other side of the room. She purposely put them over there uh, when she, they went to interrogate she, them. She's looking at, at Rhea. Rhea, okay. Rhea. Emma's like, Rhea, why did I have to go pee? Damn it. 
<laughs> Rhea will comply. And in slow-mo, we see Rhea's warhammer and shield, like, drop to the ground. And it's kind of like this montage of, you know, the city, you know, a couple other city guards walking in and putting, you know, manacles and shackles on Emma and Rhea. And now we're going to flash back to Calti, Og, and Pansy, who are at the, yeah, the, the Northern House bar drinking with all the other drunks just wondering about what happened to their friends. And then the camera flashes across town again to a familiar-looking workshop with wagons and, like, a blacksmith for hinges and wheels. And and we see several men standing outside. And we see Valkeen approach Orlum. And they're having a conversation. We can't hear what is said. But Valkyne walks away as Orlum just smiles. And we'll see uh. you next week. What? Already? Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> there was so much silence in this episode. <laughs>